and welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm your host, Elena Stoddard, and as always, I want to start this episode off by just thanking you for being here. Thank you for taking the time to click on this episode and join me this week. So how are you doing? How are you feeling right now? Because I hope that you're feeling good and that you're having a good day. And if you're not, then hopefully it starts to get better. Or, you know, maybe listening to this will help you take your mind off of it. And I'm pretty... I don't know if excited is the right word for today's episode, but I think that this is a topic that definitely needs to be talked about and it's something important because it occurs in our everyday lives and it's kind of one of those things where it's unavoidable, you know? And the topic for today's episode is conflict. And conflict comes in many different forms, and it can be between you and a significant other, a friend, a coach, a colleague, literally yourself. You could have conflict with yourself. I mean, it just shows up everywhere in every part of your life somehow. And so I'm going to be talking about my own thoughts on conflict and a little bit of how I personally would handle conflict And obviously, this is not me telling you what you should be doing. This is just me sharing my thoughts with you. And I would love to know if you agree or maybe if you have a different procedure that you like to follow when handling conflict. And in this case, the conflict I'm talking about is more the type that you would have with like a close friend, maybe a significant other in a relationship, I mean, I guess you could kind of apply this to your parents, like, you know, a child-guardian relationship, but when I have conflict with my parents, I do not use these type of steps. Conflict with my parents is a much different story, so (laughs) I'm more talking about in the friendship and dating way. So I first want to start off by describing to you a situation because I think if I can put you in the situation, I can talk through the five steps that I have made for myself when handling conflict. So let's say that you are dating someone and I'm just going to put this conflict in the sense of a romantic setting. I mean, this could happen with a close friend, you know, yada, 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 you get my point. So let's say you have this wonderful partner and you guys are such a cute couple. You get along so well. You really compliment each other. You respect each other. You feel love, heard, and valued. I mean, isn't that what we all want in a relationship, right? So let's just call this make-believe, wonderful, amazing partner, Britta, okay? Yep. And one night you decide, all right, I feel like Britta and I, we have this amazing relationship, but lately we've just been so busy. Like the two of us haven't had any time to just sit down and really get to talk to each other. You only get those like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Oh, good. Oh, I gotta go. Or the texts have been short and, you know, you're just feeling a little disconnected from Britta. You know that they still love you and you love them, but... You just need some quality time. And so you're like, okay, I know that Britta gets off of work at 5 p.m. tomorrow. I've decided to, or I guess you've decided to make them a homemade meal. You're like, okay. And keep in mind, you absolutely despise cooking. Cooking and you, you're not friends. Like, cooking is one of those things you just do just so you have something to eat, all right? 
And so you decide, yes, I'm making a meal for Britta. And the following day, you go to the grocery store, you work really hard to get all your other work out of the way, so you have time to cook Britta this beautiful meal. And by beautiful meal, I mean it's probably just like pasta with some roasted vegetables, but hey, that's doing a lot for you, okay? And so you make Britta this wonderful dinner, and you text them, and you're like, hey, like, what time are you coming home? I remember you said you get off of work at this time. And Britta's like, yeah, um, I'm running 30 minutes late, but I'll be home soon. So, you know, you're sitting there in your kitchen, whatever, waiting for Britta to come back. And Britta gets back, and they're absolutely gassed. Like, they walk in the door, and you're like, oh, hey, like, what's up? You go and try and give them a hug. And, of course, they don't reject your hug, but it's not a real hug. They kind of just go through the motions, and you're kind of left there a little confused. You're like, well, why didn't they want to give me a real hug? Whatever. It's fine. They just came back from work. Maybe they're tired. And you tell them, oh, look, 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 I have a surprise for you. And you excitedly hold their hand. You drag them to the kitchen or the dining room, wherever you put the food down. And they see the food, and you're like, look, I made its dinner! And instead of being excited and literally dropping all their stuff and coming over to sit down for the nice hot meal, Britta simply goes, oh, I already ate, and walks away. And goes to the bedroom or goes to the family room, just walks away, goes to a different room. And now you're sitting there, I guess standing there, whatever, and now you're just there, and you're like, WTF. And your feelings are hurt because in your head, this was a motion to try and bond since you had both been busy and you put effort into cooking something you don't enjoy doing. And so, yeah, your feelings are a little hurt. You're a little offended that Britta didn't sit down and eat with you and share your same excitement. And that is where the conflict comes from. That is how this conflict develops between the two of you. And now, I'm going to apply my own five steps that I've come up with. And keep in mind, this isn't something you have to follow. It's just what I would do in this situation for handling conflict. And so let's go back to the moment where Britta walks away from you. And you're just standing there like, what? And all of a sudden you start to feel the disappointment, the sadness, a little bit of like offensiveness just set in because you're like, why didn't they want to eat this beautiful home-cooked meal with me? And this is where step one comes in. When you start to feel those feelings arise, my advice, or at least what I try and follow for myself, is to pull away and simply take deep breaths. You know, I'm not saying don't feel your emotions. Like, you should definitely feel your feels. But get a handle on your emotions. You don't just want to burst out into tears or just start screaming at them, being like, why don't you eat dinner with me? Like, I worked so freaking hard. You don't want to do those things. It's not productive, and it's not going to get you anywhere. So step one, pull away and take a deep breath. Then step two would be, Figure out how you feel and try to identify why you feel the way you do. Because if you go up to Britta after you've taken your deep breaths and you're like just being upset and you're just like, oh, I'm upset. And you don't know why or where that's coming from. What can Britta really do for you? They can just maybe be like, oh, I'm sorry, you're upset. Maybe they could give you a hug, but they can't read your mind. They don't know what's going on in your head. They don't know why you're upset. 
And so that's why I think step two, figuring out how you feel and being able to identify why you're feeling that way is very important. So in your head, you're thinking, you're like, okay, I think that I'm feeling sad, rejected, and disappointed. And the why you feel that way is, let's say, well, I worked really hard on something for this person and they didn't seem to appreciate it, which kind of hurts me. And then also, I thought this would be a good time for us to catch up. And Britta's not reciprocating those feelings. And so now you've completed step two. You found out how you feel and why you feel that way. Then you can move on to step three, which is you simply have to work the conflict out. And I know that a lot of people, um, I'm not, I'm a confrontational person. I'm not even going to try and, <laughs> but I know many people that are non-confrontational and it can be scary going up to someone and presenting them with a problem. But in your head, try to view conflict with one of your loved ones as an opportunity because there's clearly a problem. And if you just try and sweep this problem under the rug, you're it's only going to come back to bite you in the butt later. You'll probably end up envying or being resentful or being petty later. And addressing conflict is a chance for you two to express feelings and then move forward in a positive way. And so you can go up to Britta afterwards once you've done step one and two and kind of been like, okay, do you mind if we have a conversation? It's been like an hour since you've got back. Um... You've had some time to rest. You need more time to rest. I mean, you want to make sure that this person that you are having a conflict with is in the right headspace to talk as well. And so let's just say in this case, Britta's like, well, yeah, I actually did lie down for a little bit. I took a shower. I'm feeling better. Yes, let's talk. And you basically bring up the issue you had. And I guess that's step four is simply bringing up the issue, the conflict, and I don't know who told it, told me this. I think it was maybe my friend Mia, maybe my friend Jen. Shout out to them. They both have podcast episodes on this channel, so you should totally go check it out. But I like to follow the easy template of when blank happened, it made me feel blank, and I think blank could help. And if you haven't picked it up, any place where I said the word blank is just where you insert your feelings. And hopefully by doing this, you can properly express your emotions, where you're coming from, why you're feeling the way you do, and what you and your partner can do together moving forward to fix it. And I guess this can kind of roll over into step five, which is you actually just have to listen to each other. You can't you can't go into it with a mindset of, oh, I'm going to win this argument and they're so wrong and only my feelings matter. Like, how dare they do this to you got to clear all of that from your head because it's not productive and it's not going to do you any better. Because the way that I view conflict with my loved ones is, okay, it's fine. We have a problem and I want to get through this problem because... I care about this person and I don't want to be angry and waste negative emotions and time with this person. And hopefully whoever you're with, whether this is your friend, parent, guardian, colleague, boyfriend, girlfriend, literally whoever, feels the same way and that they don't want to fight with you either. And they just want both people to move forward and feel more comfortable. 
And so if we go back to the story that I'm telling of Britta and yourself, you know, maybe this conversation with that encompass the last three steps of this is something like, hey, Britta, you know, when you came back from work and didn't really pay me any attention when I put a lot of effort into dinner, it made me feel pretty sad, disappointed, rejected, and a little bit like I was being taken for granted. I think that in the future, if you just communicated on your way home from work when you're really not in the mood to talk coming back, it would help avoid another conflict like this. And simply saying words like that can help the two of you move forward in a better way. And then after that, it gives, I don't want to say a rebuttal, but it gives the other person, aka Britta, a chance to express what they're feeling. And you have to shut up and actually listen to what they have to say. Perhaps Britta says something like, Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that we hadn't spent any quality time together. Man, I've just been so busy and I had a terrible day at work. Like my boss yelled at me, so I was really hungry. I just like stopped at a deli and ate a sandwich on the train ride home. I'm so sorry. I didn't even notice that you had made dinner and I just needed to go be alone for a minute. And from there, you know, you listen to that and you also understand where Britta's coming from. And from there, hopefully the two of you can patch it up and move forward in a positive manner. Alrighty, so that concludes the content of today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed, or at least I hope that it gave you something to think about, you know? And I don't know if my silly, goofy story of talking about you and Britta and this made-up little situation makes sense at all, but I hope it does. And I will talk to you next week, and have a lovely rest of your day. Bye! Bye.